Welcome to the Nerdtastic in 3D Podcast. It's Nerdtastic in 3D. Oh, it's Nerdtastic in 3D. Yes, it's Nerdtastic in 3D. Are we recording now? Yeah, we're That's recording. Okay, everybody, Dong. welcome to Newtastic in 3D, episode number 14. 14. One four. We surpassed the unlucky 13 number. I'm not gonna lie, it sounded like a question in your mind there, Josh. It, well, it was. I was. I was, I was uh, trying to see if anybody would interject there and you know speak <laughs> up, but apparently not. 15. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> I am Josh Surprat, your host tonight. With me, as always, is Adam McFarlane. Jason Carter. Okay, this is weird. We went the wrong way. It's usually Jack Eckler. <laughs> son of a bitch. And we also have on the line today via Skype for the first time ever. Wait, did you even say your name, by the way? I said Jack Eckler. Oh, I did he? I did. I did. I, I'm sorry. I did not hear that. And we are missing Sean Fennell this evening. We've replaced Sean. We've replaced Sean with our own famous friend of ours named... Scott Slater. Oh, Scott A. Slater, animator Scott, extraordinaire. Scott, Welcome to the show, Scott. I have one really, really important question. Just love it. <laughs> Scott, I have one really important question for you. Do you have yes. any relation to AC? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. But Christian Slater is actually my cousin. I don't buy that for one second. Good man. Wait. <laughs> if you can see my eyes, they're wide right now. And I was like, what? No, you no know what? way. Let me ask you this, Adam. Where did your head go when he said Christian Slater? Uh, Let's see if we're both there. No? I don't know. Gleam in the fucking cube. Come on, now! <laughs> I, think me, I think me and Scott are the two oldest ones here. So I'm Do you realize you picked the youngest guy to make that joke? <laughs> I, know. I, I realized after it came out of my mouth going, Scott, back me up, dude. I'm not pretty sure up. that the first thing that pops into Adam's head was either Hard Rain or Heavy Rain or whatever that movie was with him. Or Broken Arrow. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. No, Broken Arrow would have been where I went. No, exactly. I disagree. No. Broken Arrow. Broken I don't arrow. know what you just said about <laughs> Did Hard Did you rain? say Hard Rain? That's a different movie altogether. <laughs> exactly. Is there right. a movie with rain in it? I don't know. A movie with rain? Not with Christian Slater, I don't think. I don't know. Okay, this is stupid. <laughs> Anyways, moving on here. Bringing you things that are nerd sometimes and sometimes not uh, that are nerd. So uh, let's get this That was not round... as nerdy as it sounds. Exactly. This round robin started here. Let's talk about this famous award. Uh, Mr. Jason Carter, would you enlighten us on this award? Well, as everyone knows by now, hopefully... Clearly, everybody. We are all movie industry type people. And in this room, we have some people who worked on Kung Fu Panda 2... What, what? And, yeah, yeah. and I myself worked on Puss in Boots. I saw them both. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you for your, for for free. your support. And, and for really, free. side note, I think Puss in Boots comes out tomorrow on DVD? Something like that. Sometimes. Sometimes. Scott, it's it's to come out yesterday. Scott, have you seen either of them? Scott? Scott? Yes, I lost you. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen either of those? I've seen both of those. Excellent. Yeah, and just so everybody knows, we are Skyping in Scott right now. So if there is a slight delay or retarded, you know, <laughs> silence for a minute. But this opens the door. Scott has opened me. the door for us pretty much now to call anybody, which is amazing. <laughs> so give, so us, give us your phone number. Exactly. We'll call you. <laughs> we'll call you. So, uh, Jason, continue. So there's a, for, for people not really familiar with the movie industry, there's the Oscars, which are the big flagship for the award season. But there's hundreds 
of other award shows and award categories that are more specific to certain art forms. So, for example, for us in the animation industry, there's the Annie Awards, which is basically voted on by the people in in working for the the movies and, and the companies and actually voting on the material that they know about. We've talked about this a little bit in the past. There's the V E V S V S. Thank you for Visual Effects Society, right? <laughs> And there's also one called the International 3D Society, which gives the Lumiere Awards for stereography, for for 3D, stereo 3D. And I'm very, very happy to say that this year, the winner of Best Stereography in an Animated Film was Puss in Boots. Yay! Yay! Last year, didn't Alice win? uh, in, in In an animated film was... No, it was not. It was How to Train Your Dragon, I believe. Really? Yeah. Okay. Would they have? Would they have? So, li- so live action film because I think our friend Corey actually received did, that uh, uh, last yeah, year. Did Alice? Yeah. For and Alice. Uh, and this this particular thing hits home uh, for me because right before I left to come over here to the Mouse House, I was actually one of the lead stereographers on Puss in Boots. So. Yay! That was all brought to by or I mean. Uh, one of there were contributed there were, by Jason. There were several people. We that are contributed very. To it. I was going to say, brought to you by. Proud of him, though. Yes, we're we are very proud. proud. But so yeah, so that's good. So it's always nice to know that the work that we do is acknowledged in some form or another by old men with beards. Do you think 3D will keep continuing to grow? That is a question. Then that is what I just asked. <laughs> I got a quick. I got a. I got a quick question. So uh, when is the Crowd Society going to give me my motherfucking award? That's but all I'm saying. It's not going to be international. It's going to be Canadian. It's when is the Canadian gonna, effects crowd? The state of Jack. Yeah. Yeah, I won an award. Do because there are the technical Oscars as well. There yes, are. Yes. It does 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 this fall under the technical Oscars of anything? As far as I know, stereography does not have a category in the technical Oscars. Those are more for advances in technical processes to be able to tell the story. I'm not an expert on that, though. Which, so could, which could involve 3D. Uh, when I was at DD, uh, Digital Domain, during that time, uh, Doug Robel, I think is his name, uh, has had won one when I was there, and I think one before I had got there. But they, you could win if you had wrote a new fluid solver for, say, a 3D software. Or uh, Okay, Josh, you're fucking with me i got some weird delay now um you and it's mostly though given to you know like that or like if you did something with like a camera and you came up with maybe for 3d maybe if you came up with a new 3d camera right. that they use on set you could win like instead yeah. of a camera you could blink and it would just record your eyes i could have sworn there was what? a I'd give there you was an oscar a, there was a guy at a uh, sony that got one i thought but it was for the rigging i thought of the house for monster house is there a rigging? It's probably no. What I, what I, it's probably that there was a certain technique or tool involved in in yeah. allowing him to rig something complex. Okay, that was an ongoing tool that now Sony can use. You have and to that create. Was what was you have to create something new. By okay. the way, can we back up for one quick second? Uh, we actually haven't discussed Scott. What you've worked on? Yes, Scott. Very good. Very good. Well, Scott, tell, tell, tell us a little. Well, we, t- well, tell we us a little about about yeah. yourself, Scott. You know who is this person that is on the other line? Well, let's let's do it right, though, boys. What? How do we typically introduce this category? Oh. Get, Get to, to know, know your nerd. nerd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was no, so bad, so off key. Go ahead, Scott. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Spotlight is shining, dude. You're home in your living room. Yeah, bro. exactly. The, the 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 clock is <laughs> ticking know, here, know, buddy. Um, Are your pants well, on right, right now? Um, <laughs> is porn up on the corner of your and, screen? Uh, uh, what did I do? Then I went to the the Resident Wait. Evil Five cinematics, and then I went to Sony and worked on GeForce, and then I was 
uh, on Battle LA and Skyline and Jonah Hex. And then I was on Hop, Mr. Popper's Penguins, Alvin 3. And then I just recently finished up um, at Tippett on a film called Ted, a Seth MacFarlane film called Ted. I actually want to interject with that. How, uh, because I, I've never, I've never been up there, but I've had friends work up there. How was your experience at Tippett Studios, which uh, for people who don't know is started by Phil Tippett, who was a very big ILMer. Jason's laughing at me. Is that just too... No, no. Is it just, just, just knowledge, the tip? buddy? Is that what... Yeah. Did he hold out his hand and say, <laughs> tip it? You're so stupid. Uh, that's why he laughed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's over here motioning to his hand. Yes. But uh, yeah, I'm curious how the experience was up there. Tip it was, was fucking awesome. Um, that's an amazing studio. Probably the coolest studio I've worked at. A lot, of, lot of history there. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's a small studio. You definitely know everybody who's working there. Like... You know, I mean, I've worked on shows where you meet a guy a year later who worked on the same show and you had no idea that he was even at the studio. Um, I mean, Phil Tippett was walking around constantly at the studio. Um, it was just a great place, like cool people. And, and for people that didn't hear you uh, earlier, what did you do there, Scott? Like, what do you do? I'm an animator, but we worked on a film called Ted. It's a Seth MacFarlane um, film that's coming out this summer. Is it anim- animated or live action? It's It's hybrid. It's live action CG. So uh, is it just Mark Wahlberg is the the main actor? And oh, then, uh, I'm seeing it. Then is it just cutting <laughs> together a bunch of TED talks? Because that sounds boring. Yeah. <laughs> hey, chicken, how's it going? Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Anything else, Scott, that you want to say about yourself? Why the uh, spotlight is on you right now? No, any uh, any you. you know runs for candidacy well, for uh, president? Um, you know, favorite food. <laughs> let me, let me, well, let me ask you this real fast. How was, uh, cause people don't know, uh, Tippett Studios is in San Francisco, but you were pretty much based out of LA before that. How was moving up you. there for a while? Oh, we got to work on this technology people. Uh Oh, it sucked. It uh, it just sucked living out of a bag. Like you just, you right. just miss home after a while. Did they put you up for the time you were there? Or did you have no, to get your own no, place? No, not at all. I mean, it was just one of those things where I had just finished up at uh, at Rhythm. There really wasn't anything going on here in L.A. Um, sure didn't want to be a cycle animator at DreamWorks. <laughs> 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 oh, but I digress. Um, <laughs> did you say where you were actually living, Scott? Were you in the city? I was actually in San Francisco. Um, I actually had a friend who has a guest apartment in her loft. And so luckily I was able to stay there for the time I was in. Uh, That's what they're calling it, huh? Exactly. But Scott is actually from up there, aren't you? Aren't you yeah, originated? Exactly. What did you yeah, What did you do before you were animating? Give us a little backstory on yourself here, buddy. I was a personal trainer. Oh, uh, that's a story as old as time. <laughs> With sweet for, dance moves, yes, mind my, my you. A lot of years. He had the body of a Greek god. Which one? Had? Yeah, had. Oh, had. Definitely it's had. it's clearly it's clearly not there anymore. If you've met Scott, Dude, you know. This industry is ridiculous. <laughs> it's an There's a reason that we're actually Skyping you in because we're video recording this and we just couldn't handle the shame. I was about to say if we weren't video recording, we could have went the other way and go, actually this industry has made us all great guys. Exactly. We are <laughs> so all too bad you guys are just on a podcast, but I'm excuse me I'm while I grade this uh, block of cheese on these abs I've got going on here. That sounds painful. Yeah, you know what? But it's so these. I'm so cut. But cheese is oh. so good. So cut. Depends. Don't don't mind this video that you're watching. I'm hey Scott. So cut. Scott, yeah. what's your favorite cheese? 
<laughs> oh, my favorite cheese. Yeah. Oh. Mm, I, I think just a plain Swiss. I like the Swiss on oh, a burger. The Swiss. I think it's good cheese. I'm, yeah. with, I'm with Scott That's on this That's not one. very L.A. No, no, Swiss is good. I am Swiss a Gruyere nice. fan. I knew you were going Gruyere all the way. Adam? Douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had it, but I'm sure it's good. No, it's, it's French. <laughs> Adam's favorite well, cheese is nacho. Nacho cheese. nacho cheese. If it, if it comes in any kind of pump container, hey, sign me up. By the way, what do you call cheese that doesn't belong to you? Nacho, nacho cheese. cheese. Nacho. Oh, we've never uh, Also, nacho <laughs> funny. Nacho. I'm cream. Cream nacho cheese all the way, funny. dude. I eat a fucking, I could eat like bricks of Philadelphia cream cheese. And I have to give this to Jack. Next week he, on Nerdtastic yeah. City, Jack eats a brick Philadelphia <laughs> cream cheese. I don't think I believe you. Jack, no, no, oh, hold on. Let me Josh tell you the story. Attack. Jack came back from Las Vegas one day, and he's just like, oh, my God. I had the most amazing sandwich in my entire life. I'm like, what is this? He's just like, it's a bacon you cream cheese this. sandwich. Oh, right Lord. off the bat, I was just like, it sounds disgusting. Why would anybody want that at all? And he's just like, no. So the next time we were in Vegas, we went to this uh, deli that was in the Mirage. And that, because that's Carnegie, where the Carnegie Deli. Yeah. yeah. The Carnegie Deli there. And Carnegie. <laughs> you're pronouncing that slightly wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty hell? sure that's how the, the New Yorkers do it, right? Carnegie? Wow. It sounds mildly racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like. Light to medium Let's racism. Let's stop while we're ahead. Exactly. I don't know if we were ahead to begin with on that one. I might cut this part out. <laughs> no, you better leave this. It's explicit content. Broken. Exactly. Viewer discretion is advised. But, but, but Josh. So anyways. Uh, in all fairness, in all, sandwich. It, it, but I have to admit. Okay, it is on the actual menu. It, it's a, It's a, you know. Bacon cream cheese sandwich, and so well, no, no, no. it's cream cheese sandwich. It's a cream. I'm sorry, I yes, yeah, I, I, I do. I am corrected. It is a cream cheese sandwich. So we're like, can we get the cream cheese sandwich with bacon? And the, and the woman's like, okay, sure. Comes out beautiful. It, it is delicious. Right, it was delicious. Is it melted? No, 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 no. It's two toasted pieces of white bread, like a grilled cheese. But instead, you have cream cheese, like where they cut off the brick. And just slab it yeah, on, just like they an, don't grill it or anything. It's not a little melty. Oh hell no! No, no, no. But the, I mean, and it's just like as if you were to on that. Yeah, and you what put kind of bread. Is it? Oh, it was it was sourdough, white, white sourdough, toasted. Yeah, just okay. toasted sourdough with it. So it's just cream cheese and bacon. There's nothing else on the set. That, that's it. <laughs> does there need to be anything else? And like I said, you would oh, think yes. you would think it yes, sounds there does. it no. sounds plain. It sounds oh. boring. It or it might not even sound good. It is so GD delicious. His face. And he's skeptical me about a lot of things. He looks at me and wanted to kiss me right after he took a bite. It was amazing. And so... It's uh, what we do now yes. when we go to Vegas. So the next day, so the next day goes <laughs> next day goes by. We go back down to the Carnegie Deli. The Carnegie Deli? The Carnegie Deli. <laughs> <laughs> so Fuck we go down to... you all. <laughs> we, get, we get this other new... Um, Cream chaws. <laughs> we get this other new, oh, new, uh, new server. Yeah, this new server, and we're like, can we, we look on the on the menu. And we're like, can we get a cream cheese sandwich and bacon? So perplexed, so confused. He's just like, we, we've what? stumped him. Yes, we've stumped him. And he goes, a cream cheese sandwich. We're like, it's on your menu, dude. Like, know your role here and study what you work a little bit. <laughs> so you wanted it on a roll, like a Kaiser roll? Yeah, no. Know your role. Yeah. That's what you said. Yes. Oh my God. Know your role as, as a waiter, buddy. There we go. Love it. Anyways. We had to break that sandwich down and all its yes, core components so, <laughs> to him. Cream cheese. <laughs> bacon. So he comes Bread. Bread. <laughs> on my mouth. So this comes. Thank you. <laughs> this sandwich comes out, and I shit you not, a piece of bread and literally 
literally the entire brick <laughs> of cream cheese. I fucking lost it. On, it one, on one piece of toast. Some bacon. <laughs> an entire brick of cream cheese on the other side of the toast. Do you have a picture of this? I, oh no, God. No. When he looked at me, he goes, he looked, I'm laughing out of control. He, and I'm getting excited at mine. He goes, there's no fucking way. Like, there's no this. way I'm going to eat this. There's no possible way. He cut way. off a whole brick's worth you of cream cheese. To. You absolutely had you to. You didn't, though, did you, Jack? Fucking no, I didn't open into that so, thing, man. So done right, that is the one of the most amazing sandwiches. Okay, when Nerdtasta goes to Vegas... Yes. It's on. <laughs> Ooh, I'm feeling that. Scott's in. I know Scott's in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, moving, moving on to this, after this lovely cheese topic here, let's talk about this uh, Khan Academy. This, this is something that uh, I am frankly perplexed about. Actually, you know, uh, Scott, one of our friends, uh, Scott knows, and, and uh, actually most of the guys in here know, uh, David Polk, who's another animator. What's his, what's his Xbox handle? Have I played does, Xbox? Does, he does not have one. He doesn't have yeah, it. Yeah, he does. I don't know. We don't, we don't talk about that with him. I know nacho cheese. He uh, he showed me this site. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Josh is about to lose every bit of beer out of his nose. Which site? Uh, Khan Academy. <laughs> like C- C-O-N. Khan. Uh, C-H-A-N. No, C-H-A-N. Like, like, yeah, the C-O-N. No, I think. I was thinking. Khan. Shaka Khan? I was thinking Sher Khan. No, I think it's K-H-A-N. I think Scott's got the right right thing here. Khan, C-O-N Academy. Learn how to get oh, money out of your loved ones. I didn't even Here's think about that. This came from, this site stemmed from a TED Talk, Ooh, which okay. tends to not be a C-O-N con, Jason. <laughs> um, and it was about a man who was perplexed, if you will, about the cost of education. And that it's rising, and that it's it's there's an unfair advantage to certain people, and uh, said you know what education should be free, and it should be in a certain kind of system, and sure enough he went out and created this site that has a has just has an ass load of just uh, different topics. Mostly right now that I could see it has a lot of math that's on there, but everything from physics to trig to calc. But what's interesting is when you go into a section. You say, okay, well, I want to take this class. And, and uh, David was showing me. So he's like, I want to take basic math. And part of it, you watch the videos, and then they have a test at the end. And part of passing the class is you need to answer 10 questions uh, out of this test to move on. And what's interesting is when you do that, you move on, but you can back out into a schematic view of the classes or the course load. And it's, it's so hella interesting how, many, how they break it off in this tree system of where you go next or could go uh, with math. Uh, all the way down into the most advanced levels of math. And as but you it, finish one, it checks it off for you, and it keeps you logged in your account that, okay, I've taken basic math. Now I can either take, you know, basic, uh, uh, you know, uh, algebra or, or uh, division or fractions. and uh, Advanced and combinatorial mathematics. I'm Yes. Yeah. No idea. This kind of goes back to that conversation that, that we was had about school versus, you know, art school versus regular school. Actually... And it's we didn't. Free, we, we, and we didn't talk about this. Anybody could go to this free, free online school versus paid somewhere else school. No, 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 not even that. It was. Uh, <laughs> did we talk about it on here, or might it just been an outside question? You about... don't talk to other people outside of this, Josh. <laughs> well, uh, well, was it when we started talking about homeschooling? That was here. Yeah, because I I was curious about that. What your guys' thoughts were on home? Did, okay, yeah. Oh, and did we... we talk about it here? I don't know if we talked. I about wanted it. to. 
I don't Jason? believe that we did. I don't believe okay, that we did. I, but I wanted to talk about there it. There was one thing that actually Sean brought up, and he was just saying how how much kids would actually retain information with... Because one thing is when you go to class to class to class, you have 40 minutes to retain the information that you got. You move on to another subject. You have 40 minutes to retain that information. So you get... It'll take you like a week, like in history, to learn about prohibition. When you can actually do... If you sat down and did like a day, maybe two days, you can get a good information, good solid talks, good solid like, you know, just info about prohibition in about a day or two if you actually sit down. So we were talking about with homeschooling and stuff like that. And then with kids, uh, certain schools that you can actually pick where you wanted to go. Granted, kids don't know at that age where they want to, but you can actually then diverge into an actual topic or subject that you actually enjoy so you will retain and you will use it to advance your career because how many times has a history of prohibition history or some sort of math equations that you ended up getting to in calculus and stuff like that helped you in your job you know Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, if i can touch on that real quick josh i'm gonna actually give you prohibition here in two seconds which is it's not a lot you're not allowed to drink you make it in your bathtub three years later you're now allowed to drink again Yes. That did not take a week to get out. That, that did not. But, <clears throat> I mean, there are other small things. You need your own school. Yes. Clearly you have it C- down. Clearly you have this. Carter Academy. Carter, <laughs> Carter Academy of five-second root. Ru- I wish classes. I had enough knowledge of any other historical topic to bring up, to dumb down every historical thing. I can't honestly dumb down anything. <laughs> Do it. Civil War. Guys, North, one. North, 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 one. North versus South. Uh, you need more context. No, 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 no. North versus South. North, World, North, World, North versus World South. Slaves. Lincoln, done. Slaves, Lincoln, done. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> take. The thing, the Scott thing bought with, it. The it's thing with that, good. too, is, it's good. you know, it's good. Lincoln was just smart when he came with that. <laughs> so you're talking too much. You've already gone over the Carter method, of Carter School of uh, Teaching. Yes. Lincoln made it I, I think slaves, I think what's cool, about Khan Aca- what's cool about Khan Academy, I think, is the further education kind of thing. Like us who are all out of school, none of us want to spend money on going back to school. But say I go back, like right now, I, I, I laugh to myself and to my wife all the time about it. I still suck at math. After all these, you know, I, I couldn't go back and start doing algebra. And sense of direction? Mm, that happens. Is that on there? <laughs> I, I don't know if I you would can take that one. I would take it. But uh, it, it, it's good that you can go there and it's free. And actually the TED Talk is really good where he explains sort of his thought process on this. Well, so. Wait, 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 though. Is this the guy who started it because he started by making a video on YouTube for his nephews or something? You know what I think? Yeah, actually, they showed it to their classmates. Yeah, Scott, and I think that's just it. Built into this. That sounds like how place. Justin Bieber got his career off the ground. <laughs> same, same <laughs> thing. Just with wanting to help society. It's cool though. It's cool, Biebs. We like what you're doing. So, have you seen that video, Scott? With the, the, Justin, one? the Justin Bieber video? No, not the, the Justin. Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the kid and his dad <laughs> teaching him math. Justin Bieber and his dad? Uh, no, no. But I thought I, I saw. I thought I saw a talk on TED where this guy was explaining that. that. That's what it is. I think, Scott. I think that's the same thing. Okay, and he was saying that he had nephews back east who didn't understand math, and so he would talk to them on the phone, but after a while it got too complex, so he would actually do a video where they could see what he was doing, and he posted it on YouTube for them, and then as they got better at math, they started to show it to their friends, and their friends got better at math, and then it it became a structure where you kind of progressed at your own pace. Exactly, that's what I thought was cool. You know, and you you could... catch up outside of class, whereas if in class you got left behind because you weren't what he described as a quote-unquote fast learner, right? you know, you got left behind. So these people could actually, at their own pace, 
And then it's sometimes he said he even surpassed the quote unquote fast students. Um, just because everyone has a different way of learning and a different uh, process of learning. Which is brilliant, which right. is great. Yeah, it's exactly. fantastic. Well, you could awesome. start somebody, yeah, with that said, you could start somebody, what I find interesting is when we went to school, if you wanted to get ahead or you felt like you were smart enough to get ahead, it was still up to the teacher's discretion or your parents to say, hey, yeah. put him in that class. Right now, because of tech, you could sit your kid home every day in front of that stuff and go like, here, dude, just take this class. But yeah. I don't know. Just take it and see what you think. Here's what's funny. I did... Uh, in high school, I did independent study of geometry, algebra one, algebra two, and shop class one, two, and shop, home ec, <laughs> uh, driver's ed, self awareness, so, uh, self awareness. No, but seriously, that would math, have been awesome. Math. Uh, so I did algebra, geometry, trig, all independent study. Where the teacher, I had some prowess with math. I was able to comprehend it pretty well, and literally, it screwed me up. For math, for good. I was able to... <laughs> oh, because you were teaching yourself? I, no, like, I literally was able to... I went through all of those. I think I went through four year-long classes in... We were in trimesters, in two trimesters, because I, I could just go through the book myself. I did all the homework and retained none of it. Literally, <laughs> I got enough to get to the next thing, got enough to get to the next thing, got enough to get to the next thing, got into calculus as a full class, and the guy was like, so you remember this from this? From, you know, trig, and I was like, Nope. No. <laughs> no, sir, I don't. Actually, no. I, was but I, gonna I, say, I got A's in all those classes, though. I thought <laughs> you were going to tell me that you got to your SAT and you're like, oh, God, how do I spell my name? <laughs> it broke me for all. A D U M. I mean, A M. Uh, oh, I shit. screwed it up. But seriously, so I did that kind of independent learning thing <laughs> and uh, it, didn't, it didn't go well. Okay. So, as a concept, I really like the idea that education should be free. It makes a lot of sense to me. The Khan Academy, I don't. It's fallen short for me. I went to the side. I checked it all out. I get it. All of it? I didn't go through every physics lesson on there. No, no, you needed to log in, though. That's where I thought it was cool. Once you logged in and saw, like, when David logged in and showed me how they track your stuff, I I found that super interesting because they keep good stats of your progress. It's an interesting idea. I think the education part of it for me, uh, sorry, the execution part of it for me that's failing is it's, it's all about general education. Right? It's all about math. It's about science. It's about history. It's all about stuff that you're going to learn when you're in sixth grade or seventh grade or college. Which is the college. same stuff you tend to learn in high school. It's just more elaborated. You learn about that stuff in high school. I mean, sure. in, in, in grade school, but you go over it, you glance over it. Then when you get into high school, you just learn the same thing. You just learn in depth. You learn more about who General Custard was as opposed to General Custard did this battle. You learn who he was. Here's my what point. That thing. You brought it up earlier. I don't care who General Custer you was. Don't. You don't. It has nothing to do with my job no, or my not life. at all. They had advanced class. In all fairness, though, they have economics. They they had finance. There, there's and maybe and maybe there, there are maybe there are applicable things for certain people. But for me, I'm interested in this idea of education being free, which I admire that they're chasing. But education for like I, I'm more inspired by the YouTube level, where it's the community informing the community on things that they've learned. That to me is very, very interesting. So, so like practical knowledge, common sense knowledge. Well, I'm you not talking, school, school of common sense. I'm not talking hey, about kid. Like, don't put that up your nose. Class one. <laughs> I'm not talking about like, hey, the guy tries to backflip off the roof. He hurts himself. Don't do that. I'm talking about like, hey, there's a guy who puts up a tutorial of him changing the bathroom uh, bathtub faucet in his in his master bedroom, and that's something that hey, someone else can go on and genuinely use that knowledge and save themselves. Hundred fifty dollars for agree. a plumber. I agree. I think he took that. In my opinion, I think and and Scott, because you you watched the TED talk. I think he yeah. took that approach and structured it 
and pass structured it, you know. I think he's gearing it more towards what we're required to know as students, not what we're necessarily required to know as adults and in these random areas of our lives that we actually can use this stuff. This is actually what you're tested on in school. Absolutely. And Scott, Um, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, we're coming around to some really heavy stuff here, but that's kind of in the fundamental idea of the whoever has deemed that general education is something that's these set of things that you need to learn. It's history. It's this level of math. Who kind of defines that? I'm not saying that kids shouldn't be learning, but there's there's more to a general education than just Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. I agree. I think it depends. I'm with you. I think it depends. I think if you you live in rural America compared to living <clears throat> in downtown L.A., I think education, and I think it is in some schools, skewed that way. Uh, I, I joke with Susie all the time from small town Iowa. Her education to, to the one I had in, in uh, downtown Miami was a little bit different. The classes that got offered. You were educated on the streets, weren't you? Were you a little bit? Well, the horticulture class was not offered in downtown Miami, as it turns <laughs> out. Uh, Did you learn Cuban? Yeah, Cuban, Cuba. Welcome Cuba. to Cuba. Cubans can't learn Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, they... I, I think Jason. I think I think if you logged in and gave it a little bit of chance, I, I know you, and I think you'd find it a lot more interesting than maybe. Just on surface, you're giving it credit for. Well, no, no. I, I, as an idea, I love it. I, I love the fact that if someone is interested in a general education or expanding portions of their general education that maybe they didn't retain, it's a really, really interesting idea. For me, though, at my current point in life, I think there's this whole other portion that's maybe missing. I'm not talking about like, hey, upload Joe Schmo giving you a lesson on how to put up Christmas lights. I'm talking about... Still structured stuff, but about subject matters that are maybe more interesting to people on a on a the really DI, broad the subject. DIY kind of I would, lessons, but in do, life. D, yeah, exactly. But DIY that's like structured in a in a curriculum, the same way that they're currently doing. That's tough because it's, it's, because it's still specific. I'm sorry, Jessica. Oh no, 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 no. I, I feel it's still specific. I feel like because you know me, dude. I'm addicted to HGTV at home. I'm I'm all about the DIY stuff, but I feel like even that's very if you really broke it down to where we want structure, they'd go, "Cool, you need to go to design school." <laughs> and and people do. I think I think it's different like maybe I'm interested in like you know, there's no like general handyman kind of thing. Like I want to learn every bit of the house, plus I want to learn cars. And I want to cars, learn. Cars is a great example. Let's take this. Let's say that there's somebody out there who has got a passion for automobiles and wants to like expand their mechanic abilities and knowledge. As far as I can tell, there wasn't anything on there about, hey, here's kind of the inner workings of a combustion engine. Because that wouldn't pertain now at all, almost. That's that, not true. That, that's that, not true that, that's more. People. That's more like art school and stuff. The auto class. That, that's is no more, more specific. Auto, school. auto class is no more. In it's high changed school. a yeah. lot. No, no, no. I know. What I'm talking about. If there's if there's a person that's out for a very, very specific, like like education is very, very broad, right? You right, want right. you can educate your thing uh, yourselves on how a water cooler works. Uh, what I'm interested in is going beyond what the current educational administration or whatever deems as. Here's the general education you need to know. And hey, there are subject matters out there that people are interested in. Like like large portions of people that you can easily create curriculum for, but there are those, but though not in that that Khan Academy thing. Go to Noman if you want to learn stuff about our industry. There is specifically for that. Yes, I completely agree with you, but you're missing the point of the Khan Academy is free education for all, and that's the whole idea that that I'm passionate about. For it, it's just missing the missing the portion of going beyond I this see, box I see of general and, education and. I, and as, Early as it is, though, 
Who's to say it won't be? That's yeah, my point. Yeah, I, I think know. they could grow Absolutely. easily. And I and I hope they do. And as an idea, I love it. It's just for me, it's kind of like, eh, we're still missing this this bigger piece that I would like to I see. I think Jason, you should pick that up. Contact, yeah. contact, con and go and uh <laughs> go, hey, you want to learn about hey. the internal combustion engine? Exactly. Allow me to create a curriculum for you. Learning to create 3D, which is what Apple has done with 3D patent. You want to go ahead and enlighten us on that one? See what I did there? Segway. That is Segway. This is your. I hate Segway. Segways are so stupid, but they work. Do they? Do we even need them? (laughs) Yeah, we kind of do. So last week, Apple applied for a patent. You needed to turn around and look at that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did not. Apple applied for a patent for. A, a head tracking piece of software that then changes a 3D interactive display. So you've seen this from Johnny Lee, I think his Is name was. Is that the dude who did the Wii? Yeah, exactly. Okay. A similar kind of thing that based on where you are currently looking, where your head is located, it not only changes not only changes the content based on where you're looking, so it gives you the impression that you're kind of looking into a scene, it does this using stereoscopic 3D. So it makes it actually appear that you're looking into a 3D space that you can peer into. And as you move around, the viewpoint, you know, your viewpoint changes like it would into a normal 3D space. Right. So it's an interesting idea. So <clears throat> in theoretically, what I think it means is you could grab an iPad, let's say five, if this thing ever hits it or whatever. And you could be looking at it and have a game where it actually feels like you're looking down into a box and there's real little CG figures down there. And as you moved your head around or as you moved it around, you could look further down the playing field or you could look, you know, you could actually change your view of this 3D, uh, 3D space. So an interesting idea. How's it? Did you look into the panel? Like how, no. how's it? How does it? I'm just curious how it physically tracks your, your eyes. Well, <laughs> with the Wii thing, you actually, the guy had to, he, he put on. Well, that's my point. Like, without wearing anything, like, would you have to wear? You'd have to wear optics? something. No, you, you don't. There's a, currently an app uh, on the App Store for iOS called, I believe it's called i3D. I actually have it here, but it's uh, it it uses the front facing camera on the iPad 2 or the iPhone 4 or above, and it does algorithms that finds a head and then determines where the eyes are, and then based on that, it will change a rendering real time. Now. It only works, it's, it's not the greatest execution, no offense to the guys who created it out there, but not the greatest execution, it is a little bit buggy and jittery, but it gets the concept across. And if you were to set your phone down on a table and look down at it and physically move your head but leave the phone alone, it does give you the, I'm going to use this word, illusion, that there is a 3D space that you're peering into. You need to be on one foot drinking a beer through your nose <laughs> for it to work properly yeah it's interesting stuff it's it's cutting edge patent technology stuff which is always very very interesting but did uh, the uh, stock go up from the news i don't know that the stock rose specifically based <laughs> because, because of this patent, patent just, news just application just well, speaking asking. of patents actually uh sony did a patent that they just uh um i guess not was it released or did somebody just find it I don't know if they filed the patent application or it's something, yeah, that's been filed for a while. But they're going to do kind of a motion tracking thing like the Kinect for like their Sony PlayStation Because I. move didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the HD Wii? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The more intuitive. Ice in my hand running around. Yeah. <laughs> but, I like that. You know, it's like you had a sword. Scott? Yeah. What do you think about... 
about motion tracking. Like, would you like to... Or 3D for that matter, too. Because we've all uh, talked to ourselves about 3D in and on this thing. So motion and 3D. What are you talking about 3D in general as a... As a... As a medium for as, ingesting as a media. <laughs> um, a medium. I mean, is that what you're ingesting. talking about? You're talking about 3D as a form well, of I think a movie both. going. I, th- I think, yes, as 3D as that. And I you're think talking about adding it to movies to give you the... Um, well, okay. In terms of that, personally, I have yet to see a movie where I really felt that the 3D aspect added to the movie itself. Um, except Avatar. Avatar is the only movie I've seen where I thought, okay, that's that's a viable addition to a movie. Whereas in most animated features, I don't think it adds anything personally. Um, it still seems a little gimmicky to me. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I hear you. And there's definitely certainly that vibe out there of, you know, trying to have Brendan Fraser's fist come out of the screen, holding the glow. And and see, that's, that's the thing too. I want to say is I think as time has moved on, at least, you know, with DreamWorks movies, um, you know, Pixar doesn't even really care about 3D. They just shoot their movie in 2D and just hand it over to somebody and go, here, convert this. Um, right. But, you know, with, with with DreamWorks and stuff like that, we do the gimmicky where it's just like, look, to show you we can do this. But I think we've been moving forward as it really just adding depth to a shot, adding depth to a scene, not for, ooh, look. And like you said, Brendan Fraser's hand coming through or, even I've seen uh, previews for the the new uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth where they throw cherries oh, or God, something yeah. off of the rock's chest, and because he, he's so Ugh. big, it bounces off back at Jason's excited. Right. That's back but, at the camera. You're just kind of like that is backed by actual science, though. That that <laughs> if that was done, it it would literally bounce through the film camera. And hit the audience in the face. That is actual Pro- science. Myth, I mean, Myth, Mythbusters busted it. You look and you it. look at like the, you looked at the trailer for Harold and Kumar's Christmas. That was a beyond gimmicky sort of thing. I mean, when they got hit, the tooth was flying at the screen. And you're just Piranha like, Three Double D. I tried yeah. to t- oh. I tried to touch it. I tried to touch it. Piranha Three Double D. Double Jason, ca- ca- our Captain EO experience. Oh, oh my times. God! Yes, it's good times. Love Captain. That hurts. Hey, so, so Scott, bad. so what about so that's kind of, I think the mainstream ingestion of stereoscopic 3D is in movies right now. What okay. are you? What are your thoughts on like the future of, like a display? Like, let's say, what would you be into the idea of? You have a desktop monitor and you look at this thing without glasses, and it appears as though it's a three dimensional space, and you can reach in and interact with it. Does that kind of an idea? interest you at all or is it too sci-fi would you buy that for a dollar <laughs> um, no i would definitely go for something like that i mean uh, depending on how how user-friendly it is right i mean if it's going to slow everything down and again it just gets to that point where it gets tiresome and you just want to get straight to whatever you're trying to do you don't have to look around the corner for everything um then yeah i mean i, I think everything has its place um, I think when it takes away from it, you know, and I'm sure right. we're all on the same when it page. Distracts. When it distracts yeah. from what you really want to do, because at exactly. heart, at heart, you just, you know, from a kid on, you know what to expect from TV. You know what you like from TV and movies. And then yeah. when that starts to get altered, you start messing with. It's so it's funny in my eyes. You start messing even with your childhood. You're messing with something that I've grown up loving, and unless it makes it better. You're you are you're taking away from what I expect now, you're, and it's it's getting weird. I don't want to walk. This it is. Now. 
I mean, the majority of obviously the 3D that I do is in movies, and I, I usually listen to, I usually refer to what Jason says as if it's, is this worth seeing in 3D? Was it shot in 3D versus was it post converted? Uh, that's usually the big determining factor whether I even see it. Um, and the, the biggest complaint about in home stuff is I could I could wrap my head around a, a video game where I'm already focused on the screen and I'm in it. Uh, I agree with uh, Scott. I don't want to have to look around. I don't want to have to do that much work when I'm when I'm playing video games. No, I hear you. Um, but like last night, I was watching TV and I was lying on my side. And I can't do that when I wear 3D glasses. <laughs> no, you cannot. And so That's literally I was I was sitting there like I was in bed and I was watching TV. And I just don't want to be like, I have to be upright. My head cannot tilt more than two degrees one direction. Uh, and I don't think we'll ever get rid of that. I don't know that that's entirely accurate. When you look at through polarized glasses, that is angles. that. But I can't watch it on my side. I can't watch a line on my side. That is currently correct, right? Currently. That's what I asked. Currently. I currently that's true. As every TV I buy right now, I have to be sitting how upright. Jay Especially upright? if you use active glasses. I think there's a I think there's a right. six degree variation. So yeah, you that's not gonna be coming. your head six degrees one <laughs> so way or the Jay, other. We're, so Jason, we were talking about the Oscar. We were talking about tech technical Oscar. Oscar. Dude, this is this is your in. Exactly. Being able Sideways to lay on 3D. The side. <laughs> Do you know how pathetic my life would be if I won a technical Oscar for you can look at 3D I, from You know what? You would win an Oscar. Dude. So I would say yes. the big middle finger if you got dude, that. All of care. us all of us would all be able to say, "Hey dude, I know an Oscar." That is an He's inspiring like goal in life. Also, I would, I would buy that TV. <laughs> so you would be rich. Yeah, exactly. You would make money. <laughs> so who money. gives a crap? <laughs> I'd come over to the house and sit with the Oscar every time I came over. Exactly. I'd lie hey, down and this? watch 3D TV while cuddling the Oscar. Exactly. Do you see this? This is my friend Oscar. Do you see him? Have you met him? Have you met him? Have you I, met him? You He's kind of shy. He's kind of shy. He gets a little shy, though. I, I just I, I just don't want it to be. You know, it's funny, though. Like, hey, I have a 3D TV. I think, Scott, don't, you probably have a 3D TV. Yeah, we just got one. You're, oh, that's you're, right. You're didn't, edge, Yvonne just, didn't, didn't Ivania just bought, like, a uh, a big TV without your permission, if you will? Hey, she doesn't need my permission. I, yeah, exactly. Jesus. Listen to that one. <laughs> okay, FYI. Listen to that, lady. Side, really, side story really quick. Scott's girlfriend. Amazing woman. Lo- love, Lovely gal. And smart when it comes to this technical stuff. I'm oh over at God, Scott's yeah. house for a game night. Okay. Board game or like? For, for video games. No, they okay. do it. They do and, it right and FYI, over Scott didn't play at all. It was just him setting it up and all of us playing, watching. Okay. He didn't want to play because he's he didn't a gracious know. host. Yes. He's fantastic. We love it. Check out my we expensive got, we toys got you all pizza. can play with. Shakey's Pizza had some cervezas. It was a great night. Shakey's Pizza. Yeah. Nothing but the best at the Slater house. Exactly. So I'm over there and a couple other guys are there too. Honey <laughs> gets home and we start to set it up and we, we want to set it up on the projector so we get like the, the whole thing you know you would think Scott had set this up or something he's no, just kind of sitting there <laughs> no Ivani's like oh you know grabbing this hey okay I'm going to plug in the HDMI into this port so that we get this and Oh wait, the sound bar. So you guys have. Set- Let me hook all this up and reroute this and stuff like that. See, like, I'm oh. getting aroused. Yeah, <laughs> and Scott's like, oh, and I'm sitting there. I'm just like, oh, I love you. Meanwhile, like it was. Meanwhile, Scott is in an apron handing out little, uh, little quiches, basically. <laughs> Pedophores. Yeah. Who wants cheese? Yeah, it, it is amazing to how non-technical this man is. But uh, yeah, so I give all the credit to his lady for any sort of technical advancement. That he has. Yeah. In his I mean, life. she just she just called me one day. She's like, "Okay, we need a bigger TV." I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> okay." That's what fine. what woman has ever the, the called their man to go? We need the bigger okay, TV. I bought the TV. 
Yeah. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. But it, it's a 3D TV, but we need the active glasses, I think. Um, that's what mine is. Yeah, and it's like another, what, $55? Well, through Sony, it's another $55 a pair. I actually, like that, you know what's so. funny? I was actually surprised. I was in Best Buy this weekend, and uh, I, I thought Susie got me a pair for Christmas, and I assumed that one pair for the Samsung were like super expensive. They're, yeah. they're 30 bucks. I mean, they're really? not cheap, but I was like, that's one, a lot less than I thought. One year ago, they were about $75. Okay, that's what oh, I was thinking. They were way they, more than that, I thought. I thought they were, they like, were like 175 to 100 bucks, and I'm like, shit, well, these are expensive. The Sony ones are still $75 retail. Fucking Sony, But here's, here's why. Think about this for a second. You are putting a piece of electronics on your eyes that they're actually electronic shutters that are synced to a signal on your TV. It's not like... It's not like a piece of plastic that you put on there and then there's a there's a film on the glass. It is actually an electronic shutter. I'm going to go ahead and feel this one for Adam before he does. Does it give me a blowjob? <laughs> 75 bucks. I can probably get a massage. Exactly. There we Happy go. Happy ending. Massage. Adam, I'm sorry, dude, but I, I'm it's, with I'm you. I'm there. I'm actually looking at something slightly different but related. Hold on. No, but I, I, I'll, I'll chime in in one second. I was impressed with 30 bucks, though. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't mind. But they, you know what's funny? You know how mine broke? We go over to Susie's brother's house this week, and he goes, yeah, uh, mine did that too. I had no idea how fragile those are. Shoot. Because his fell onto carpet and broke. Really? What? Yeah, yeah, just, just from the TV stand. You guys stand. have those? I mean, because for my, my, my reading glasses, I have the, the <laughs> so neoprene much. thing that this, this traps around my head. I don't know why you guys don't have that, that thing. From <laughs> like, like from a pair of Oakleys like when in you're the playing, 80s? when you're playing racquetball and the, you don't want your glasses the to The 80s called. They you want guys, their neoprene back. Hey. I can be active with my glasses on. You guys can all suck a dick. Side note, I wear racquetball glasses when I'm mowing the lawn for safety purposes. Really? I actually knew that. I actually Oh, knew that. coming over on lawnmower day, dude. That's awesome. He's got an electric lawnmower, too. Of course he does. I'm saving the environment. <laughs> One that you can dude, ride. His, his, yeah, let's all be fair. Still wearing let's glasses. all be fair. Jason, square footage of the yard is 10 by 10. <laughs> Not even yard, just grass. Grass, just no grass. 10 by 10? I'd say it's grass. It's kind of a weird pear shape. 12, 12 by 12. Grass about 125 square feet. 125 11 square feet. 11 by 11. Probably the size of your living room. Anybody's living room. I like it though. It's I'd a very say, subtle. I didn't say it was yard. a dangerous job. <laughs> yes. I just said <laughs> you never know when a shard of that grass is going to hit you. Doesn't in the it eye. also shoot out to the side, not up at How about you? In a bag, Josh. What kind of mower do hey, you, you have? Talk to one guy that lost an eye in a lawnmower. If we really want to be specific, he wears glasses. <laughs> have you watched Point Break? We talked about this. It's all fun and games. So someone gets shot in the eye by a lawnmower. If you want to be specific about this, you wear safety glasses when you use an edger. Or so you just whacker. put them on early. I do. Because honestly, I do. Uh, you know. So have you, uh, Scott, have you used your 3D TV yet for anything? Watching any 3D? No, because we don't have the glasses yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you, why don't yeah, they come with it? When you get those, you need to do what me and Jason did, which there's an option on the Samsung TV that <laughs> they have their, they have it's a. called co- 3D mode. Yes. Yeah, so you can convert in their eyes anything to 3D. <laughs> well, Fantastic. yeah, we do have that, but we haven't even. Does it really? <laughs> oh, so Jason, do? so, uh, so Empire have, Strike yeah, Back. Yeah, we were was watching on, right? Star Wars, and it was just a nice wide shot of. No, Going to it, wasn't, it wasn't Empire. No, yeah, it was Star Wars. It was Star Wars. Yeah, right. Star Wars. And it was right before the Death Star uh, blows up Alderaan. Right? And, and No, no, no. They're being pulled in by the tractor beam. Okay, uh-huh. I don't remember. Where's Dan? We're going to get clowned again. It's but anyways, Wampa, motherfucker. Wampa. <laughs> I specifically remember that, you know, we turned this conversion mode on, and I looked at this, and I'm like, huh, 
The Death Star is inside out and behind the stars <laughs> around it. He goes, look, look. No, no, that's what we joked about. We're like, look, the Millennium Falcon's pulling the Death Star into it. Honestly, Jason, you're going to be out of a job because that sounds like a fantastic movie. You know what it looked like? <laughs> I would much rather watch that one. You know what it looked like? It looked like one of those snow sledding discs just floating out there in space. <laughs> you could control. What'd they give us? They gave us like two controls. There was like, Real 3D and no, 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 Piranha 3D. No, no, I, I gave it to Jason. I go, well, clearly a pro can only work this. And it was like, you can move the image like a little bit. Oh, you can can, there you were, can do the pixel separation? There was some oh, separation. Oh. There was two controls that I clearly wasn't. Could you do the connect? I want more 3D. <laughs> I want less 3D. Xbox, bring me a beer. <laughs> I don't know, Scott. When you get a chance to get the glasses, dude, you you uh, so just turn it on. So is Scott, it worth it though? I mean, is it worth it to get the glasses? I mean, you, you really bought want the TV. Glasses. You, you know might what? as well buy the damn glasses. Actually, Scott, sports. Actually, I have, I, I, have I think heard. sports are pretty cool. Uh, Scott, <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't think it's worth it for active shutter glasses. He has okay. a TV. He can't switch the TV to not. Here's what's really shutter. funny. One day we should have a party. We can get Adam and Scott together. Adam has the 3D Blu-ray player. Scott has oh, the fantastic. 3D TV. I do. If we can, I bring, don't even have if my glasses. We can all bring glasses. some glasses. We got ourselves a little shindig. Well, Scott bring has it. the uh, PS3, and that is a 3D player. There you go. Uh, right. Yes. Bitch tits. That's no, ESPN best. 3D, Scott. Basketball, basketball's Bitch pretty tits. cool. Um, soccer was pretty cool in 3D. Bob had them. You know, actually, Scott, I don't know how big of a gamer you are, but there are some pretty interesting games. Batman Arkham Asylum, is that the latest one? or Arkham, Arkham City. City. Arkham City. Black Ops is, is 3D. Yeah. I've heard the craziest I'm thing, though, is gonna aiming down. Have you, you seen it? clear of Black Ops 3D. <laughs> have you we, seen it? Yes. Uh, all I remember is, is Only... I think Ronnie said that looking down the sights was pretty cool. No, no. Pete was all into it. We're all playing with Pete on Xbox Live until he went to the menu so in between games, it goes to a menu, and that's fucked. And as soon as it went to a Pete started crying, he goes, oh, my God, you can hear the glasses fly off his eyes. He's like, what the fuck was that? I guess they didn't get that part down right. No, just, it was weird. Did uh, Last E3, we went, and we were playing Resistance. Remember that? <laughs> we have pictures that I'll post we, on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, we had, we had pictures of that. It was actually my picture in the About Me before I switched it to <laughs> me as a gorgeous child. Um but yeah, we played Resistance in 3D, and I have to say it was it was actually annoying because I don't. I mean, granted, you know, it the, was okay. Yeah, the, the 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 sights they weren't lining up. My 3D was really bad, so I was literally seeing it split like ghosting, and so it was just kind of really annoying to be able to try to line it up so, and shoot. So, are they charging more money for the 3D version of the game like they do for the movies? Or, no, or? it's no. literally just a setting like in the options. It's you can very, just switch it on. Very experimental at this point in the video game industry. Uh, I think the biggest thing right now is they're approaching it as a technical process, not as an artistic process. So you have, and there's you know no offense to anyone, but you have some software engineers who are actually creating a second camera, or more importantly, they're creating a depth pass on the render and actually doing offset based on that. But the the problem is is that there's real thought as is evident by what I do for a living. There's real thought that goes into 3D. <laughs> More 3D, Xbox. <laughs> More. So can they can they actually do a video game in real 3D in terms of the cameras and, and stuff like that, or is that just the not most? They can practical? absolutely, yeah, they can. The most common technique though is um, to do a depth pass render where you're basically get a um, 
grayscale image, white, I might get this backwards, but like white being the closest object, black being the furthest object, paints everything grayscale. So like a Z-depth pass. <clears throat> exactly, it's a Z-depth pass. And then based on how what the degree of black in the in any given pixel, before it actually gets displayed to the graphics, the renderer will offset that pixel in the right eye. So it'll actually shift it over, so it gives you the impression of. So that would all have to be done in real time, though, during the game. It is being done in real time. Yeah. Well, okay. So then, as a gamer, as you guys are more gamers than I am, does it really add to the experience of gaming? I mean, do you want to continue to see games made in three D, or, or do you just want the gameplay? I let me chime in real fast. I I and I haven't done this yet or played it, but uh, maybe if you connect, guys, I would think on the more novelty end, like what we is and what connect is, could be fun. Like if you had a group dancing or something crazy like that, might be fun in three D. I can't imagine playing a first-person shooter in 3D, though, dude. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Black Ops and these games that they're making, is it really... I still Gears, Gears of War 3 has 3D mode. Um, I would try it. If it. For me, I actually think stereoscopic 3D is a more immersive experience, period. That being said, I think it's pretty safe to say that a majority of the time when I sit down to game, I'm going to be at the system longer than the length of a movie. And so okay. where your eyes start to bother. Exactly. You so depending on the display, you actually could get headaches if you don't have the right display or if it's not calibrated correctly. And that's the biggest problem right now that I think that we're having is in display technology. So would I want 3D in my games? Yes. If it was finely tuned and dialed in. No. If the technology was substandard, because after three hour, four hour gaming session or whatever, you'd have a pretty serious headache on your hands. Oh, definitely. And I think that's the same. It's going to be the same. Uh, I mean, may it may may or may not be the same process that movies have gone through, where it, it was initially a huge gimmick, uh, strictly done just to be like the crowd get get a crowd reaction, versus where it's going now. And how long has this taken for movies to make a shift to where 3D has become less we're, gimmicky? We're in year, been, year five of the current iteration. So you think games are are now being you know oh now we've got a 3D mode that's done by a technical person? Like well, I think saying. it's a post process. I mean, that's yeah. how I look at it. it's a it's a post process that they need to do it live like. And that's something, Jason, I, we, we, I mean, we could talk about in a whole other probably episode of just, I'm just curious how, from an artist standpoint, because that's what I consider you an artist in this, what, how would you do, because games are so interactive as far as what you can do in the game experience wise, how, how do you keep that live? Because usually what you're working with is footage. This is my footage. I want to make sure the sure. camera's set. I want to give this little scene the right depth that's already shot compared to. I'm running this way, and then you don't know, and all of a sudden I go, I want to go right. So Jack, and it to, still keeps to, that. To put it in terms in your your world, you think about cycle animation in a game. You have a run cycle, you have a stop cycle, you have a strafe left and right cycle. Right. Based on the input from the player, the game engine animates the character according to what the input is. It's no different. Basically, you would come up with a predefined set of animations or parameters, how close the cameras are to one another, how, how wide the lens is, how, uh, where the convergence point is. And you come up with these set of parameters or these basically cycle animations. And based on whatever the input in input is, it would trigger the same thing. It okay, would just so it would do just it to blend the camera. and be live. Okay. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something to technically create. It's interesting. Something Oscar. To, to create as well Oscar. is... We're fucking winning an Oscar in this room, goddammit. I don't care. We're not gotta, going to. We're not going to. I already appreciate Josh trying to change the subject. I I'm changing already, the subject here. I already here. see where it's going. For creating something amazing, Adam has created something no, I love Adam. fucking amazing. I love how Adam sees that what we were talking about. I uh, already saw. He's like, speaking of. Speaking <laughs> of. Go ahead. Lay, lay down some awesome knowledge on us here, Adam. About oh, I got what, some, you have, uh, 
what you have accomplished in your life you should bring this up past week. what I hope you oh, still well, have on your phone. I do. I'll bring that up in a second. Uh, so this past weekend, I had some buddies from Seattle down here, uh, which involved... Shout uh, out? Any uh, shout outs? Greg Amos, who works at MSNBC as a senior they don't listen account to us. executive. Oh, I thought you were going to go um, analyst, since everybody uh, at MSNBC and then, is an analyst. Uh, Connor Shively, who is a lawyer at, I believe, Lane Powell. Um, Connor, if you're listening, has anyone ever confused your last name with Shively? Probably not. Um, Shibui. Uh, anyway, so they were Sibilis. down. They were down here. There was a lot of drinking done over the weekend, um, and a three-day week. A friend of mine found a picture of uh, some guys playing beer pong, but they have literally stacked the cups into a pyramid, and that's that's all we could find was a picture. So you didn't, which create has clearly this. never been done before. I have never exactly. seen it. I've, you I've never faulty this, son of a bitch. Have I, you I been to Oktoberfest with them? misleading have you played asshole? It? No, I'm just saying. No, we've just yeah. no. They did. They've just built pyramids. I'm just but interrupting they, they play, you for the sake so of literally, interrupting. Literally, we played uh, what we like to call a combination of beer pong and Jenga. Um, <laughs> Jenga, Jenga, uh, the classic. Beer pong. Sometimes it's just so hard. <laughs> like there's the jokes are so bad that it's just hard to even have. You just to said a combination of Jenga and beer pong. Right, I'm not looking for a name now. Banga pong. <laughs> Okay, but Jenga. Stop. I kind of like Banga Pong. <laughs> I kind of like Banga Pong. I'm we're not going to lie. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> copyright. Trademark. 3D. 3D. Also, it's going to be in 3D. It's a Wii game. What? Talked in Disney Mobile. They're in. Um, can I do that shout <laughs> out? Bachenga, Bachenga, Bachenga. <laughs> so, anyway. So, literally, uh, it's 20 cups, and it's... it's we called it the gentleman's game because there's a lot of just being responsible uh, gentlemen. Do you wear leisure suits? I wish. Uh, but literally, I mean, it's it's the best combination of of games where I will literally, I'll play it sober. You have to fill it up with water. You have to fill the cups up with water because they will make a mess. But it it is to the point where you can, you're pulling cups out and you're stacking. Same concept, though. It's, yeah. It's beer pong. It's, it's, it's hard to explain. Um, I don't think it is, though. You're just, it is, but there's, you're shooting at the cups. And if yeah. you take one. And you gets, can literally make, uh, because there's enough space in the cups, you can make bottom row cups right away. Like, you can literally clear out well, the because there's out. a because there's a backboard essentially now so you yeah. can like you hit it and it doesn't hit that top one and trickle wow. and we and had win. i mean we have we have we played for i don't know what? six hours when are we doing this <laughs> uh, tonight <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> morning Jason? So, Jason? is banga pong easier or harder than beer pong it's probably a little easier I would I, it depends you still get down to the base level of cups that you have to be able to make now is top cup though Top like, cup, we made rules. Get, yeah, what we is top cup? Rules. Top cup's got to give you something. If you make the top cup first, like if your team just makes the top cup first, you get the option to pull cups from the bottom of the opponent's nice. thing. And we had stuff, we had terms called shoring up where you could restack <laughs> your cups. Uh, we had things where literally what, what happened was if you if a cup gets pulled out, you can literally have four cups stacked within it themselves. And that now turns into a quadruple cup that's worth four drinks. How hammered would you get on a <laughs> Jenga stack of it's, fucking beer? It is like that's all I'm thinking is, in my head. I'm like, I would get done. This is where this is where it's a gentleman's game. Obviously, there's no beer in the cups. Uh, you're responsible for drinking out of your own glass. You're doing it wrong. No, you can't. It literally because we thought about how much beer we'd waste by the amount of spillage. Oh, the spillage. No, yeah, it's no, no, just, no. Well, I get the cup thing. Is there we water about in this? it? There has, there to, has to be, be water. Well, to keep weight. the weight of the cup, yeah, I, I get that. But you, don't you still drink the equivalent? 
Uh, we didn't because we didn't at the beginning because we're like we need to kind of nail a fear down rules. In your eyes? We need to nail down rules, and towards the end, it really turned into a less of a gentleman's game and more of a very competitive. Well, we're going again. FYI, we need no rules. Me and Adam as team have uh, been undefeated. That's just a fact, Jason. We got but wrong. needless to say, so some bullshit. So like like beer pong, I was create your own create your own version. Jittery. Um, create your own version. It is it is. Seriously, one of the funnest games, and I've been trying to convince Van to come over every morning and play, starting around ten I lo- when I wake that's up. That's what I say every. I love what you said there. Every morning, what Seriously. people do when they don't have a job. Like, I would love. Have to you sit played Battle Shots yet? No, Bajanga. I, I really want to play that. I one. do too, and this is more active. And literally, we had we had a game that ended with a bounce shot into a four cupper. That's eight cups, eight shots, or eight drinks you have to take. What do you mean a four-cupper? Because if you imagine trying to pull cups out from a stack of... The pyramid's four high by the time it builds a pyramid. And literally, as you're pulling cups, they fall. They will fall. And it's gone. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, do they fall into the other cups? And they've stacked. And that cup is now worth four drinks. Oh, that's insane. I like this game. It's fantastic. It is seriously. I'm so, I, I wish Scott, you should see my face right now. I'm fucking excited. About <laughs> like, literally, like, we're we sitting there. Seats for you, Jack. We're sitting there, and we start the game. We're like, no one has any idea how this is going to play out. And <laughs> I don't know if we're going to make it out alive. We're like, like, the cups are stacked, and all of a sudden, a shot is made. And it's like, this is the best thing ever. I have a picture of one cup being stacked on just one cup. Like, can you imagine two? Uh, they you just know, get knocked solo cups, perfectly. But li- no, no, no. We, you, there, there are rules where you can, if you have to pull a cup from the bottom, you can adjust. You can only grab as many cups as your teammate has hands. So if you know somebody with three hands, they're a huge you clearly advantage. Have advantage. Um, but literally, <laughs> I know so, somebody with three legs. Uh, Wink. That's a that's a big penis joke. I know. Hey, yeah, that's that. not gonna help you. Dropping that one. Um, but anyway, so literally, it is. If you can visualize a cup stacked on the edge. Of another cup like that's it like over here like this offset that's just insane yeah and that is that is what happened last sunday night <laughs> and sunday <laughs> sunday 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 speaking of drinking yeah and douchebags sure Ooh. let's oh, go to a is. little article that got sent out by one of me and josh's friends uh i'm gonna give him a shout out mr scotty wall who uh on facebook and this was uh the 25 most douchiest bars in L.A. And be- just reading the topic, I-, I clearly thought to myself, well, I've at least been to 10. Did the Chili's bar make so, it on the list? Depends on where. Canyon Country? Canyon Country? If it was, in, if it was Canyon down Country? in uh, you know, West L.A., anywhere, yeah, it made it. So what I thought would be fun, and I know not all our listeners are in L.A., but I'm sure all of you, wherever you're at, can appreciate douche bars because I'm sure they're there. I wanted to go around the room, and I want Adam to go down the list. Okay. And uh, as he says the name of the bar... Everybody in the room, just do a little eye and keep a count, self-count, of how many of you have been to. Now, looking at Jason smiling already, he's clearly going to be the winner of not having been to most of these. Let's just put a bet. I'm going to go ahead and already put money on zero. Well, that's the thing. You may and Josh are going to be pretty close. You've never been to any of these things with Katie. Yeah. Does Katie Katie like going? She probably actually Katie has probably been to more. Well, and but that's the thing: funny. has he ever been there with her? No. Now, what I'm going to no. find funny is some you might not have thought. There's just going to be funny. You go, yeah. that's a douche bar. Yeah, but it is. I love that. Okay, <laughs> go. Let's read. All right, one. Westwood Brewing Company. Uh, it's by UCLA. Never been to that one. No. All right, just keep your tally to yourself, Scott. All right, buddy. He was following my lead, Scott. I'm allowed to talk. I'm here. <laughs> This All is right. obviously not... Scott, you are a silent phone guest. <laughs> Westwood Brewing Company. All right, loading. Come on, AT&T 3G. Come on. 
Uh, Renee's Courtyard Cafe on Wilshire in Santa Monica. Ugh, okay. Uh oh. Got. Draw. Hey, dude. Ended up in the ER the next day from. Yeah, douchebag. <laughs> Q's Billiard Club again on Wilshire Boulevard. Let's just steer clear of Wilshire Boulevard. Ah, Jay. Hey, son, son of a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> you fucking your face. <laughs> they are, this was a quote from the little, they do a little excerpt. They arrive in BMWs and still puke on the sidewalk. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> O'Brien's on Main Street in Santa Monica. Fuck. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, like, I had an inkling that you were a douchebag, Jack, but, like, now... That's that right was, around the that corner was, from DD. That was a pub crawl yeah. bar. You had yeah. no choice but to go. That's where I thought Scott... I'm the, sure Scott's been in The that Parlor one. on Melrose. You sure that's on West Hollywood? Uh, it's on Melrose. Okay, go ahead. That that Melrose goes pretty far west. <laughs> Baja Cantina in Marina del Way. Let's be honest, Josh. Marina Jack, del Way. Jack, you've been there. I mean, if you live down in that neck of the woods, Vista Dude, you've del Playa. Well, you've been to Baja. Yeah. You go to Baja. I haven't. I don't go down that far. Dylan's Irish Pub. Here's the deal. Whatever, whatever <laughs> ones you okay. haven't been to, Adam, you're fucking going. As I'm much as as happen. much as douchey they say Dylan's is, it is amazing in terms of price. Uh, oh, it is good, and they have a they have a mac and cheese. Hold on, hold on. Let me just read a quote. Keep going. The, the all food female, is amazing. The all female staff dresses in slutty Catholic schoolgirl outfits, Love making it. it a great place for douchebag of all ages to come and get their creep on. <laughs> If that's, if that's being a douche, I don't want to be... Desperate bachelor sporting Ed Hardy's fall lineup drunkenly hit on the scantily cad bartenders. The bros of yore, now become family men, are on hand are on hand to ogle and start sentences with, if I weren't married. As if their wedding band was the only thing holding back from taking a server home. We took a work trip there, for God's sake. Dylan's is not an Irish pub. It's a poor man's hooters. Be sure to shower after you leave. And we move I on. Like I like Dylan's. I don't care how much juice you <laughs> Let's keep is. going. All right. So we had just did Dylan's, and now we're on Circle Bar in Santa Monica. Um, they, let's see, holding pressure alcohol. Someone knocks it out of their hand saying, sorry, brah. <laughs> <laughs> Rooftop bar at the standard. That's pretty bullshit. Yeah. $20 cover, $15 well drinks. Ugh, oh, God. but it's fun, though. Sky Bar at the Mondrian. Hey! <laughs> You've never been there. You've been to the Mondrian for work? No, no, no. I was just thinking of something else. <laughs> you suck, dude. There, you can't leave the bathroom without some skeevy dude giving you his faux resume. Uh, <laughs> the station at the W Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard. Okay, we're at 15. Um, man, I wish there was a better way. How many are there? Jay. The Hudson. 25. Hold on. The Hudson. Good Lord. On, Santa, if, on just, Santa Monica. Keep going. On Santa Monica, West Hollywood. Let's be, Bar Lubish. West Hollywood again. That know. sounds kind of... It has a shh in it already. Shh. You'll find you'll find an all-white clientele <clears throat> gladly paying $20 per shot. Ugh. Brennan's Pub, Marina Del Rey. Turtle Races. Turtle. Yeah, the Turtle Races. Okay, that's not... That's, okay, come on. Young Girls Bent Over in Skirts. That's all I got out of that one. <laughs> that's all you need. Uh... <laughs> O'Hara's on 1000 Gala Avenue. Okay. O'Hara's and Westwood Brew Company are two main bars for UCLA students. That's enough said. You're I've getting been, shoved in another because a girl's BFF wants you, to sit by her at the bar. Where are you at right now? Townhouse, Venice. I just, oh man. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you have McKean County? You told well, us I to went, count. Yeah, you I told me you guys want to see where I'm at. I haven't kept going. South uh, in Santa Monica. I just hate one name. Like, that just sounds so dumb. <laughs> Something bar. The bar. My name is North. Yeah. There's one called The Bar. Barney's Beanery on Santa Monica. <laughs> See, Adam? I knew. Yay. I knew. 
I have actually not been there. To that you went, one. No, but you've been in a Barney's and that they counts. Are, they're all are the they same. Specifically are called out. They're all yes, the they're same. Barney's are they're they're specifically the same. Called oh, out. Jason, you douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Even one. Even one on the list makes you at least a douchebag. Uh, Busby's in, again, Santa Monica. Oh, Busby's is essentially a... Chuck- now, what... Okay, what number are we at? Busby's We're on is- seventh. Okay. Busby's is essentially a Chuck E. Cheese for drunk 22-year-olds, which I need to respond to that statement by saying, awesome. <laughs> is there inflatable things I can bounce around in or a ball pit? Because then that's exactly what it is. You, you haven't even been and made yourself a douche on comments. I, I love it. Literally... I just want to go to Chuck E. Cheese drunk, I think, is is probably more what I think. You can if you have a child to get in. Can you drink at Chuck E. Cheese? That's another story. Let's keep moving. Yeah, we'll talk about it after. Calm down, Adam. We're at seven. We're at Busby's. Big Wangs. I love Big Wangs. I hate Big Wangs. Those are terrible Wangs. (laughs) Stumbling females who have just down the famous bucket of booze (laughs) mingle with the meatheads chugging beer towers. Yeah, they are. The Jenga? Uh, uh, no, that's classy. That is a gentleman's game. <laughs> Played, Played with top hats and stove pipes. <laughs> you mean manga pong? Via, via big wings. Go ahead. The Brig in uh, Venice. Yeah. The Brig's severely overcrowded and sticky with last night's cocktail and vomit dance floor. Ooh. Oh, the happy ending. Oh. Bummer. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> 80s music. Nothing wrong with that. Trip to the bathroom would take 30 minutes due to the churning sea of douchebaggery. That's number five? That was number four. Okay. Beer Sharkies, Hermosa oh, Beach. Sharkies and Hermosa. Yeah. It's customary to find, or at Sharkies, to find spiky-haired wannabe surfers wearing board shorts and flip-flops on a Saturday night. There's one in Santa Barbara, too. That's but I, I've unfortunately <laughs> been to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Susie used to live down there. Cabo Cantina on Wilshire. Fuck yeah, Christ! I've been there, Josh. We're about to go one for one. Yeah, blow for blow. If you know, and number and number one. Oh, the Saddle Ranch. Saddle Ranch on Sunset. On Sunset and West Hollywood. So, Jason, were you in? Well, other than Barney's. So, the Saddle Ranch at Universal Studios counts. Same change. Then I suppose I've been to two. Oh, what was the other one? Oh, Beanery Barney. Makes it two. Scott, have you been to any of these? Yes, unfortunately. So, what's your count at, Scott? I don't know. I don't know. You guys were cutting out. I think I have an anti douchery. <laughs> no, no, no. Scott, you Scott, get Scott if you had one, you were a douchebag. Yeah. So, Wait, when you what? still kept count, what were you at? At last count, I think I was with like seven or eight. Yeah, seven. look at that. And at, Scott does not drink. I know. Oh, wow. Which makes it even better to me. I'm a so, douche by proxy. You are. <laughs> and I'm sure, Scott, you were dragged in there by your fellow douchebags. Oh, uh, Adam, oh, guys, a- no. a- Adam, I was at nine, slightly higher than I really hoped And for. Josh, me and you, high five to each other with a whopping 17. 17 you guys oh both did 17? Yeah. There you was, guys both there was only, all of them together, right? There was wow. only a couple that I had never even heard of, actually. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. What was <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about what wasn't on the list. Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> because it's amazing. Fantastic. And Golden Road. Let's give another shout to Golden Road, which also guys we are drinking Golden Road fluids for tonight's entertainment. Again. Exactly. They didn't provide anything. Well, you, sure well, they, they I bought it, but Josh. If Golden Road wasn't there, we would not be drinking Golden Road. They provided it. Exactly. It, it was a f- it was well worth it. Though. Well, that's a good question. Where is there any place that wasn't on the list that any of you guys would add to the list? Ooh. Legitimately. I've been to one other bar in Los Angeles. Okay. Did you know, did you feel as full of douchebags? 
No. Okay. Honestly, anything on Sunset. I believe that's what I said. I've been on Sunset. I said anytime you have to pay over, but most of those are like seven dollars for a Budweiser. Anytime the price of a Budweiser costs more than than a twelve pack of Budweiser <laughs> is when hey, you know you're at a douche. I have a drinking price. related question for you guys. Why would you pay more money to consume alcohol somewhere else than you could if you were at the comfort of your Why own? social? You see, social yeah, it's experience. a social thing. Why it's do you go thing. out and? And so eat, at, you, eat out in a restaurant when you could probably make a. So could you not have social the same social thing in your own house? You can't make fun of the douchebags though at your house. Yeah, you I mean, go oh, people Jason, watching. Jason, you get dressed there's, up. There's a whole other social yeah. aspect. No, but I, but think about this for a second, right? Like you say you want to. What's a liquor? Like uh, what's the green one? The, what's with the hook? What's a one? liquor? The green. One? I don't know the green with one. With the horn. Midori. With the horn. Kahlua. I can't remember. With the, the green one, you went with Kahlua. Absinthe? That's where you're at. No, I can't remember. Midori. No, it's great. Beer vodka, okay, so your favorite drink. Midori. So say Ma- Midori. Say you're gonna go get a shot of Midori. Of Midori. <laughs> you're okay. an idiot. I would slap you in the face and oh, say you're an idiot. Okay. That's not green either. What the fuck do you guys go drinking? I don't know. Let's just let Jason get this really muddled thought out. <laughs> yes. Is it really muddled or is it constantly interrupted? It's both. It's muddled. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> First, this is what I have to say right now is, 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 whatever. Scott, Scott, Jason's a lot like you. He doesn't drink either. Though we have forced it down him and it's been an amazing experience. It's been wonderful. It has been fantastic. For you or for me? Everybody. Both. For you You and you. You you looked at me at Disney and go, is this what it's like? And it was like, (laughs) that was pretty fantastic. You're like, everything's in 3D without the glasses. This is awesome. (laughs) That was pretty fantastic. You were excited though. It was funny to see. So, okay, this green drink you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, so you go go out. You go out, you want to get your green drink on, and... What is the difference between going out with this green drink... And drinking it in my house by myself in the basement? Is that right? That's what you wanted to say? I don't know what you're... I don't know. Okay, it's over. Anyways... On that note, because Jason can't remember what he's going to say, we're going to wrap things up here. <laughs> oh, oh, but we're oh, not done. But, oh, no. Is it past time? Are we over? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're about good here. Scott, we'd like to thank you for being on the show here, uh, on Nerdtastic here. Uh, we hope that you uh, come on here again one time. You could drive down. Scott, are you still there? Yeah, sorry, man. I lost you guys for a second there. I don't know what happened. Um, so, Josh, what were you saying? I was saying thanks for being on the show, buddy. Oh God! Thank you guys. This was awesome, man. <laughs> and he, was he, he's great. like only thirty minutes away, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, is, Scott, uh, you dude, are next time. Give me notice. I will. I will drive in there. That's fine. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> well, you are welcome anytime. Were you drinking beer well, during you. this too? No, he doesn't, no, doesn't drink. Remember? You know, right. you know what I we could do is because I haven't <laughs> seen it. I say we go over to Scott's house and record on you in three D. Well, and play on that big ass projector I hear. Exactly. Dude, come on. So we we that that is everybody flaked on me. Can we play beer mid? <laughs> we yes. can play beer, yes, we can do it all. This this is why something. Are we why are we going I know, there right exactly. now? Can we play Parcheesi? Like Egyptian. <laughs> Let's. I'm, Anyways, I'm like, he I'm will like, have beverages for you. As I'm always, I am Josh Labrat. Adam McFarlane. I'm Jason Carter. I can't get used to this reverse angle <laughs> shit. I'm Jack Eckler, and I don't approve this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sorry, Sean Fennell cannot be here. But again, thanks again for Scott Slater thank for you, uh, Scott. being on the show. Uh, thank you, guys. And uh, until next time, uh, thanks for uh, listening. And uh, also, again, like us on Facebook and uh, Facebook.com slash Nerdtastic in 3D. And Google+. Plus. Google. <laughs> are we, are we, Put me in your circle. I haven't figured that out yet. Put me in your circle. <laughs> 
Adam, Adam <laughs> put McFarlane. Adam McFarlane in your circle. Oh, God, no. Here you go. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God no. no. Don't say my name. Again, like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Do whatever you can. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback. So thanks again, uh, everybody. I want to give a quick shout-out to oh, my sister. Thanks for the review on iTunes. And thank you to... Do we have uh, one? Jack- we have three, I think, now. Yes, it's Josh, we myself, <laughs> and Jack's sister. <laughs> we don't need, they don't need to know that. Does anyways. your sister have a Geckler name? She's got the, the picture on the Facebook She's page. got no, a like, really long, good... No, no, but what's her last review. name? Geckler. Oh, it's Dodd. Her, her what review. does it look like on the, YouTube, on the iTunes? Does it look like we have a Geckler, a Geckler, and a Carter? Is that what it looks like? <laughs> That'd be amazing. It's by names. Hey, and another real quick shout-out. To our good friend Pete Upson, who just had uh, his second. Oh yes, yeah. congratulations, congratulations. Yeah, for uh, Alice. Oh, congratulations. Alice came out of the uh, rabbit hole. Oh, wow, Whoa. his words, Pete. his words, people. Pete <laughs> is words. If you're not too groggy and tired, you have to join us on the show at some point. Yes, now that we got the Skype thing working. So thanks again, Scott, for testing this, and we are sure. out of here. Bye bye. Thanks, Al. Thank you. Testing, testing, testing.